Hey girl, hey, this interview today was awesome. And I just want to speak to it a little bit before I tell you a little bit about Kari from the Well podcast that I spoke with in this conversation. We started talking about self-care and the importance of that. And I just really like so much landed for me and so much that I just want to just speak the truth to you for just a moment. I just want you to, to really listen to this and think about ways that maybe you've just been making excuses Um, You haven't really taken the time to understand that it is your responsibility to write your own prescription. It is your responsibility to be able to create the life that you desire, not just let keep let life keep happening to you. And then at the end of the day, what happens is we're burnt out. We're tired. We haven't set ourselves up for success for the day. And successful wellness really is what we're talking about here. And then you just plop on the couch and watch Netflix or you drink wine or you eat crap. And it's just now more than ever, ladies, I just want you to hear me and understand that this is up to us. This is your responsibility. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to rescue you. You have to take control of your life. And here's the thing. One thing at a time, moment by moment. We talk about mindfulness. That means one thing at a time. Your girl over here, you know, I used to believe I was all or nothing. And it was just go, go, go and stack, stack, stack. And there's times where I do stack things in a day. Let me just tell you, today, my body needed some love. So I went to a workout. I went and got a massage. And then I went and got chiropractic care because I was all kind of janked up over here. So the reason why I share that with you is because that doesn't happen. Like, I can't tell you the, the time I've done all that in one day. So this time it just worked out for me that way. And that's how I scheduled it. And that's what I needed. And I made the time on my calendar this morning to do it. And that's not always the necessary thing. Sometimes it is just really not having all this input. We spend so much time inputting on social media, listening to podcasts, like reading books. I just want you to sit with this episode. I want you to hear her heart and hear just really the simplicity of this and how I know that your brain is going to want to overthink it and it's going to try to create all these, oh, well, I can't do this and I can't do that and you don't know my schedule and there's not enough time in the day. I hear you and I see you and I love you so much. And that's why I cannot lie to you. I have to tell you these truths that that's BS. And we know that we do because I've been there and done that. And I still have those moments that want to creep up and I want to make excuses. But I have to stop, get in my body and check out what do I need? What does she need right now? All right. That's all I'm going to do. Dropping the truth bombs. So Kari is the founder of thewellteam.com and a certified holistic life coach and an essential oils educator. Kari is passionate about empowering women with the tools they need to find the freedom while embracing the idea of a natural and non-toxic lifestyle in their products and mindset. Kari and her husband, Bobby, they live in Florida with their combined five children and they enjoy boating, spending time together as a family and creating an enjoyable lifestyle that revolves around filling up their tanks to serve others in a higher capacity. I love it. And this is great. Enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? 
Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing. Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Hey ladies, I'm here with my friend Kari today and she is the host of The Well podcast and um, it's bigger than that. She's uh, full of health and wholeness and all that good stuff and so I'm just going to let her say hi and um, glad to have you here, Kari. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. Thanks for having me on and thanks to all the ladies listening. Yeah, I know this is going to be a good one is we're going to talk about all things related to caring for ourselves, but specifically different ways we can do that from a holistic approach, essential oils and all that good stuff. So just first tell my audience a little bit about you and kind of what you do and how you, how you got here. Sure. So I started out because I'm a mom. I was looking for more natural ways to take care of my kids, to clean naturally. And I started using essential oils back in 2013. I did not think that it would turn out to be a business, but it did. And I have loved doing that for a really long time, mostly because I, I get to get down to the nitty gritty with people. A lot of times people come to a wellness appointment for essential oils for a pain point about their digestive health, their respiratory health, anxiety. And we just really get talking about what's really going on. We, we cut, cut to the core. Um, I was widowed in 2015, and so um, I'm now remarried very happily, and we have a blended family, but I think when you, when people know your story and you get real, you, you just want to get to the heart of things. So now I do more coaching with the wellness. I use essential oils will always be my tool, but I really like talking to women who are not taking care of themselves. They've been putting themselves last and are really wanting to find their purpose again and dream. And so I do more coaching and self-care coaching. And I think it's a misrepresented, misunderstood term because a lot of times we think of, I do self-care if I go get my nails done or if I go get a pedicure, but self-care is so much more than that. And it really needs a holistic approach for your mind, your body, and your heart. Hmm. Yeah, you're speaking my language right there. That is such a buzzword. And that's the same thing. I was like, not everybody likes baths. Not everybody likes that. And that's not what it's about. Although like, for me, I know self care for me is a massage. That body work mm -hmm. is important because of how mm -hmm. I value it and what it does. But, you know, and I enjoy those things, but it's, it's way bigger than that. And, you know, you're speaking definitely to a, a group of women who my women are on a journey of removing alcohol 
or have been, and they're still just kind of struggling. And cause a lot of what my extended coaching does helps them to like really do more of that. How can you care for yourself and discover really who you kind of who you are again, like whether yeah. it's post losing a spouse or, you know, coming out of a, a decade of consistently drinking and maybe some, we're just not caring for ourselves. We're numbing and we're blurring out. So where do we, where did you start or where do you recommend with someone if, if somebody really just doesn't have any clue of how to discover what they need and what kind of care they need? And then of course I want the conversation to combine with essential oils. Cause I think that's great. Cause I want to learn more about that too. Yeah. So when I do a self care session with people, I've, you know, we obviously look at what is not working and I'm sure your ladies that are over drinking, it's because they are telling themselves that they're stressed out. They're really frustrated about things. And a lot of the times it's because I, I know this from experience, you just want to numb out in the, at the end of the day. And it's because you're not taking care of yourself. You feel like you're pouring from empty rather than pouring from from being in a really well place. So it's really important to be looking at, I like to give people a lot of choices because I think people don't think of what to do for their mind. Um, mindfulness, you know, deep breathing, doing, doing a, a lot of different exercises that maybe people don't think of as their self-care, but you have to give it to yourself as a prescription. It's not just something fun, but it is necessary. And so essential oils tie into it so well because there's not only essential oil, oils are good for physical ailments, for boosting your immune system, for going to the bathroom to be real. We talk a lot about digestive health and essential oils, but there's also an emotional benefit to every single plant. And when you see God's provision in plants, when you see that he did not leave us stranded and that... Uh, the different plant families really change the way that we process emotion immediately. Our olfactory system is where we, it's the reason why when you smell maybe your grandma's apple pie or maybe a cologne that an ex-boyfriend wore in high school that you're catapulted back to that, to that memory, you can do the same thing for yourself intentionally with essential oils to change the way that you're feeling. And so Self-care really needs to be a prescription, though, not a, not a reward. It has to be scheduled in your day first. Um, I know for me, I, I, can, I can tell within a day if I have just not done those things to clear my mind. Oh, my gosh, that's so good. Prescription, not a reward. Because I think that's what we do. Because even, you know, just like you said with the women who are drinking, we even consider that a reward like, Oh, I've been busting it all day and I've worked all day and I've done this and done that. Like I deserve this glass of wine. I wasn't going to have a glass, but you have no idea the day I've had, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you know, I'm hearing the conversations like I'm so overwhelmed by this and all these things are going on and there's not enough time in the day. And of course I'm a big language cop. And I know the power in how we speak to ourselves and how we, you know, you can read really what's going on in a deeper level just by hearing someone speak and really knowing that if we want to have the energy to pour into our families and if we want to, we want to have these things, then 
it's absolutely necessary to make that a, a huge part of our day. If we're going to brush our teeth and we're going to clean our bodies and we're going to do these things, this, it sounds like that's what you're saying. Like this is just part of it daily. Well, and I think, I think a lot of myself included when my kids were little, I would tell myself that a workout was my self care or, but that wasn't, let's be real. That was to, put my calorie burn into my calorie counter. You know, it was, it was not truly to recharge. Um, I do think that a, a workout is necessary and it needs to be part of your self-care plan, but mostly true self-care is, is getting to the root of it, getting to the heart of it and combining something for your body, for your mind and for your soul at the same time so that it really truly recharges. Um, really um so i've been in therapy for about six months and it's everything that i tell women that i coach to do she puts way more science behind the in the mind behind it but um but just being mindful is doing one thing at a time and that's what i think we're so bad at is i would i would combine my self-care plan to be like four things at once thinking thinking that i'm killing all these birds with one stone and i was working against my mental health so oh my god it really can take time yeah well and most of us um are a version of a high achiever and so i have always been like i'm so awesome because i can multitask and i can do all these things and so i would totally be the first to be like okay can i do all three of my self-care steps together you know surely yeah. that's better <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's well, and multitasking actually lowers your IQ or something like really scary like that. Yeah. And well, and that's what, um, so going for a walk and not also listening to a podcast and, and texting and answering phone calls, but leaving your phone and just going for a walk and just listening to the birds, um, sitting down and reading without music also going, you know, just when one of your senses can be activated at a time, you're, we're just constantly overstimulated. Um, and then just, I think the oils are a really good tool for that because it makes us take a deep breath. Deep breathing alone is something that everyone needs to add into their day. And I know women that are overcoming um, like a cigarette addiction or vaping, a lot of times just taking that really, those really deep breaths, inhale for five, hold it for five, release for five, that's the reason why people think that smoking addictions either are are relaxing it's just because you're deep breathing it's not actually relaxing you mm. yeah so breathing I love, yeah i definitely love breathing um i do run a uh, like a diffuser sometimes and this is definitely something the whole walk thing i'm feeling heavily convicted on that because i'm definitely the one who cuz when i first heard that I was like, why would I just want to walk without like, this is my chance because, you know, there again, depending on where we are in the season of life, I'm like, this is my getaway. This is me time. Ooh, what songs do I want to listen to? Or Ooh, which podcast do I want to listen to? But I can definitely see the power in um, still doing that and choosing to sprinkle in that it's like solitude time and just the, the senses of noticing, listening to the birds and feeling the wind on your skin and the sun on your skin and the sensory stuff that that's kind of what that helps with. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I still, and I still bring my podcast on my walks too. I mean, it's, it is, um, but you have to do a, a check-in with yourself to really see where your stress level is at and to see what you are needing. I think another key for self-care is teaching your family that you're going to do it and teaching them what self-care really is, not what the world says it is, but what it is in your home and really teaching your family how you need to be treated and how you want them to be treated. You know, maybe you have a daughter or a son that is also needing just to do one thing at a time or to have some quiet in the house for a time. There's a lot of households that, are, that just run at a certain decibel that a lot of people can't manage. And so setting the tone at bedtime, starting all the diffusers, um, teaching our kids that this doesn't just happen by happenstance, that you really have to schedule in how you need to recharge your body. Mind Ansel. <laughs> mm, okay. So let me ask you this. For those of us who probably have, whether we have the women in the community have younger kids or like my kids that are older, because we're here and we're at this place where we've been numbing out a lot of crap and we've been tolerating a lot of crap because that's just the season we have found ourselves in. So what would be a good first step for us to be like, okay, yeah, I realize this is out of control. My house is, is, is noisy and maybe my kids don't have a good standard. I mean, my kids, they're older, they're 11, 12 and 17. And it's, it's definitely been difficult because sometimes I go to bed before, well, almost always before my high schooler, but, but something that can say maybe just some idea where we could kind of bring, bring everyone together in the family and say, Hey, this is something I found that could be helpful. Let's, let's do this together. Where yeah. I think just setting, just setting some time for quiet or, I mean, maybe, I know it would be hard. I have high schoolers too. It would be really hard for them to go on a walk with me, but my middle schooler would still go for it. And the younger kids would go for it. Maybe, maybe a time where, you know, when we have a baby, we, we set their nightly routine. We give them a bath. We rub them down with lotion, put their pajamas on, turn the lights down. We do this whole nighttime soothing routine for a baby. And then for the rest of our lives, we're all on our screens or we're all watching TV until it's, it's time for bed, you know, and then you're yelling at everybody to go to bed. So I think just really teaching people and your kids how their body works and how you need to talk to it, the thoughts that it, it needs to have time to process. And I think just probably starting with um, getting the, turning all the lights down, maybe going for a family walk, coming back, having the lights down, plugging in the diffusers and just having some quiet time before bed to tell everybody that it's time to kind of shut down, process your day. You know, I think just having a more calm environment would help everybody's cortisol level. Yeah, for sure. And I just want to speak to that too, where sometimes we think when we try things, if they're not working in a week or we judge them as not working or like, oh my God, like, you know, the husband still was on YouTube and I could hear it at the hall or the kids did this, you know, we have to give ourselves grace and give them grace. And then also the more we stay consistent and the more we say, well, I just talked about this today. I'm right in the middle of the stop drinking boot camp group. And we were talking about boundaries and how it's so important when we can identify 
what is it that we're the need that we're trying to protect? Like we have to identify that. Is that the peace and the calm in the house? Is that for our bodies to, to drop down into restful state for the night? So once we identify that and then communicate it, then, then it's up to us to say, okay, this is what we're doing. And they're going to push back because boundaries are pushed. But the more consistent, I believe the more, they're going to appreciate it. I don't care how old they are. Right. Don't you think? Well, and maybe it's not bedtime for you guys. Maybe it is, you know, right before dinner, um, you just turn music on and everybody takes a half hour of, of just quiet or, um, you know, maybe it's everyone's heart that is struggling and their self care is to have more connection. And maybe it's to come down and make sure that everyone stays at the table for a half hour longer. Um, I think just, I I think when we say self-care, just generally, our brain goes to things that we need to do where true self-care, when we think of our body needs, we think of our mind needs, and we think of our heart, um, it's not really a to-do list, but almost like a state of being. And we, we, I think we, we intuitively know what we're missing because we know those hard times of the day or those stressful emotions that people aren't able to get over simply. Or yeah. probably the time where you want to drink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In this case, for sure. When you want to drink, but all this is really important because all those things lead up to the time we want to drink. So if I had have started my morning a little differently or calmer, or if I had that transition time, because it's usually, you know, the, the, the witching hour in the evenings and there's dinner and there's baths or there's bedtime or, you know, there's, uh, activities depending on the stage of kids. There is that level of stress that if we haven't cared for ourselves and it continues to build and we, and we're new to this thing and we don't have this practice, then of course it's easy to grab a drink or grab trashy to go food or, you know, something sugary because we're craving this really the the hit of dopamine and you know even all the feel good stuff that's what we need yeah well yeah and you know one of the other things that i hear from women a lot is that they miss having a hobby or a creative outlet that they that they've just you know they used to love to paint or they used to love to play an instrument or and they just have never done it before i think when we have kids so many times we put we put what we used to love to do on the back burner so a lot of times it's just pulling that out of out of people. Cause you definitely get the dopamine hit when you do something like that also, or they're just really craving more, d- more deep connection with people I, in the home. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, something creative is super important. Uh, it could even be like reading something new, maybe something you never read before a different type of book or things like that. And I believe in my community, it is a lot of time loss of connection because we, we are, there's an illusion when you drink that you are connecting more, you're having more fun, all these things, but it is truly an illusion that true tender connection between human and human cannot be there because it is literally blocked in the brain. So, so let me ask you this because we touched on this right before, but you also had some tips where if I've got somebody, especially my women, we're on week three, they're doing awesome in the boot camp. 
Um, we talk about, you know, our environments and, you know, setting up space and all that. But there usually is a version of a detox phase, a version of probably like restless sleep, some headaches, you know, kind of moodiness. What, if any, essential oils can aid in that process? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. So um, with the detox, I would really recommend women, especially that you're kind of missing, I don't know about you, but I love water, but sometimes when we were drinking, it was, it was just fun to kind of switch it up in the evening. I would really recommend drinking some lemon essential oil. Now, it needs to be just a couple different brands. You can't you always drink essential oils, like the ones that you buy at the, at the grocery store or even at Whole Foods. But so be careful, read the label. Um, but I use certified peer tested grades. So I know that I can and just having um, kind of a steady drinking different citrus oils is going to give you that natural detox, as well as flavor your water. So it's just going to feel a little bit more exciting. Um, for sleeping, there's a lot of different oils that are, have sedative properties that help you, but I would recommend a bunch of the tree oils that, that bring down your cortisol level. I have Balance essential oil right here, and it's got frankincense and hoe wood, and it just calms you immediately. So I think that just taking a really deep cleansing breath, putting them on the bottom of your feet, over your pulse points, um, breathing and... I don't call them affirmations. I, I think that affirmations are kind of like self-care. They've been overdone. But um, I have a list of affirming truths that are rooted in God's word and rooted in how God says you are rather than how you say you are. You know how affirmations are like, I am enough. I am loved. Well, your brain sometimes is like, no, you're not. And, it, and it, you don't fake out your brain. So having things that are truly, truly truths that cannot be disputed even despite your feelings um so using your aromatherapy with affirmations and really just writing yourself a self-care plan to just really know that you're in the season of healing and growing and when times are painful that you know that you're i'm a real visual person so if i can just imagine that i'm this little plant and I'm growing every day or, or whatever metaphor you want to use. Um, just talk nice to yourself and use aromatherapy to do that because they're gifts from God. They're all from the earth and they were given to us as gifts that really change the way that we process emotion and also help our physical health. Hmm. I love that. I've never really heard it that way before. I've met people throughout the years that are part of essential oil companies. And, you know, I've, I've heard there's all these, I have a friend like in, in her kitchen, she's got all these blends and she's like, Oh yeah. She has um, children that have like tons of different allergies. And, um, you know, one of her children were adopted and, um, she had like fetal alcohol syndrome and like, so there's just a lot of stuff going on and mm -hmm. she, she swears by it. And, um, What's cool about that is just that connection that I love that it is plants. You know, we are talking about, like you said, the special grade. This is not, you know, the TJ Maxx lavender, this, <laughs> no. you know, and that, that we can use them in conjunction with the truth. And it's funny, like what you said about affirmations, I could probably find a podcast where I said the exact same things. 
Oh, oh good. I, I don't want to step on your toes. No, no, I feel I feel the same way. I've actually got a um it's a truth affirmations that I wrote based on scripture. So I sat and I read scripture and I was like, God, how can I make this an affirmation mm-hmm. that lines up with your truth? Because for me, since I believe his word, that's true for me. So my brain, because my brain knows my beliefs, it it gets it. But that whole, like you said, like I am, you know, like you can't go from trashing your body one day to the next day. Like, I love my body. I feel great. I can say it. I can say it 40 times. And my brain's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You can't lie to yourself like that. Exactly. So I love that. Well, and that's what, that's what I, that's what I love to teach the most too is in holistic coaching just like go to what is real rather than what is fake. Go to what is made by God rather than what's made in a factory. Your body knows the difference. Your soul knows the difference. And, and you feel so much more, I think, just close to God, really, when, you're, when you are on a, on a route where you're looking for what he has for you rather than what you are hiding from or wanting to do for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the thing. So for me, really what I, what I hear is that we really need to identify what we need. And if we don't really know, we can start with breathing. <laughs> we can start with that mindfulness piece, the one focusing on one thing at a time. And I love that because that really, that really clarifies because that's another buzzword, you know, mm-hmm you see it even on cutesy stuff at TJ Maxx, like the whole mindful, you know, be mindful. And so basically that means like for me right now, there's a lot of stuff going on in my world. I've got kids. One of them's not even home and, you know, coming into an interview like this, like that's, that's where we want to be. We want to be in this moment talking, you know, seeing, I even say like sort of be an inner witness of yourself of like seeing yourself in this moment. Like, Hey, look at you there. You know, you're sitting there having this great conversation with Kari and in this cool and, and then understanding also from that learning how to create uh, our own little prescription and start writing a list. And I'm, I like that too. I think I've used like a jar or a bucket, but somewhere where we have like this list of things. So when we are overwhelmed or we are, scatterbrained or whatever we're like oh I have a go-to place that I know these things really work for me and of course our ultimate goal is to to create this like part of our our routine like brushing our teeth yeah absolutely and it doesn't have to be everything every day but when you know that you get this little treat you know I'm really motivated by a dangling carrot of a reward just like a kindergartner is we still are so when you know that you're going to have that little it might be having like your own spa night in your bathroom or, you know, you're giving yourself a facial or taking a bath. It does not have to be something that costs money. I think too many people think that it's, it's, I can't afford self-care. I don't, I just did a podcast about all the reasons why people say that they can't do self-care. It's really expensive. It's selfish. It's, it's really difficult. Right. And I think if we teach our children, the the basic premise of it we're going to have a different generation because they are just constantly stimulated and don't understand mindfulness whatsoever Mm. 
Yeah. And before we go, I want you to highlight that selfish piece because I want, I'm curious what you said on your podcast, because I get that a lot. You know, we feel as moms and, and just women, a lot of times we feel like, Oh, what if I do this? It's selfish. And I think for me, what happens is, well, first of all, we got to define what selfish means. Cause that's a real easy word to throw around. Mm -hmm. So how do you look at that word? What does that mean for you? Well, I think in the negative connotation, it's you're only thinking of yourself. And that is not true of self-care because my main motivation for self-care is that I'm a witch when I don't do it and I don't treat other people kindly. And I am, I'm down, you know, I'm just not a lot of my self-care has to do with being in God's word and listening to worship music. And I'm just, I'm just not a good version of myself when I'm not doing it. And when I'm not having any self-care, like when my kids were little, I, I'm making myself to be a victim too. Oh, it must be nice. Well, she has a babysitter three days a week, right? Or her mom comes over and helps her with that. I don't, I can't do that. And you're playing the comparison game and well, I would never spend that money on myself and always, she's always done up or whatever the comments were that you, the younger version of yourself and your friends were saying, um, that's not real self-care. Self-care is really actually unselfish. You are thinking of those that you want to serve in a bigger capacity and you and you're taking off the superwoman shirt and you're admitting that you're not and you're not doing anyone else any favors when you're going, 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 and you're the victim that you're busy all the time. Being busy all the time is not the badge of honor either. Yeah. It's actually, the, go ahead. No, it's just, it's probably the most un, it's the most necessary thing that you can do. Is it for yourself? Absolutely. And I hope that you know that that's necessary and that those around you, that's why it's so important to teach, to teach your family how you can be the best version of yourself. You know, when I met my, my husband, we've been married now for two years and I just, I asked him what his non-negotiables were, like what, how does he recharge? He's a hockey player. You know, I said, I want you to know that I will never try to change that in you. I will never take that away. And I need to sing and lead worship and I need to go for my walks all by myself. You know, like those are my non-negotiables. Those are things that I'm not, I'm not well when I'm not doing. And now we both know that when, when those things come up or the schedule changes, that those are the non-negotiables and we would never take those away. Mm, I love that. That's a great point. And I think that it goes back just to, just overall of, you know, choosing the one thing, starting somewhere, communicating it with your family and just adapting from there. You know, this is not a checking of boxes and things like that. Now you want to create, create a variety of things, but yeah, it could just be like you said, like, you know, a woman listening could be like, yes, I really need some quiet time at night after dinner, you know, or even for me, like, even if I'm doing something else, just that everyone else is not in the way. Like, even if like you don't mind cleaning up the kitchen and doing dishes, but like the fact that everybody's buzzing around and there's a lot of noise mm -hmm. that makes it difficult. So that's even something you can say like, Hey, 
I'm, I'm cool with this, but I need all y'all to everybody. This is the time where everybody transitions to their room or whatever. So yeah, just, yeah. I think it's just choosing that, taking that step, the next step. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's the most loving question that you can ask someone else is what they do to recharge. And so many people have no clue. Mm. They, just have, they have no idea. And, and once they figure it out, they're like, Oh, I am just a different person when I do this, whether it's, you know, take the long way home or whatever it is to, to recharge. There are just so many people that, that just get up, make breakfast, make coffee, rush out the door, work all day, come home. It's just dishes. And then they're just vegging. And that's why we're vegging out and wanting a glass of wine or binge watching a show is just because we're wanting to escape. But what if we were designing a life that we didn't want to escape from because we were recharging? Hmm. That's the quote of the day right there. <laughs> what if we were designing a life that we did not want to escape from? I love that. It's That's not selfish. It's necessary. It's absolutely necessary. Well, I have loved this conversation. I know that's going to bring tons of value to my women. So let them know before we go, where are all the places they can find you? Yeah. So find me at the podcast. Um, it's the well health and wholeness put in my name, Kari K A R I Davis D A V I S find me on Instagram at Kari underscore Turner underscore Davis and go to the wellteam.com and you can fill out the quiz on the top and I can connect you with different resources, different podcast episodes, different coaches on the well. We have a team of women that are holistic coaches that help you recharge, reset, and restore. Mm, awesome. Well, thanks for your, your wisdom and your time. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me, Michelle. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.